One, two, three. Let's spill some tea! Hi, Emmeline. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm good. I'm happy to be here for our first episode. I know, me too. I mean, this is a long time in the making, I think. Um, And I'm glad we are finally getting to it. So today... I have a few things for you and our listeners. I'm making intense eye contact with you and it was a little (laughs) uncomfortable. Um, So now I'm going to look at my computer and not my research. The first thing I want to talk about today um, has to do with food. One of my favorite things Mm -hmm. in life. Love it. Love it. Do you know what, first of all, do you know uh, what spam is? Spam? Spam. Like the email. (laughs) No, well, that is that is an accurate thing. Um, I'm food, food related. Food no. related spam. I mean, I don't know if like it could be legally called food, but it is a food item. I do not. Um, I'm gonna pull a picture for you so you can look at it. But basically, right. it's like um, mechanically separated meat that's like put into a can into like this like rectangular shape. And it's very, like, I think it became popular after World War II um, when, like, food was, like, kind of, like, sketchy. And they're like, we don't have a lot of food, but can we, like, let's throw all the fixings and then, like, everything we have left over from the meat industry and make it into a product that people can eat. And we can Mm -hmm. it, and it lasts forever. It has a bunch of sodium in it, so that... That's so if we go through another war, we have that. Yes. Like, thank you, <laughs> World War II, for spam. This is spam. I'm going to show you a picture. Hopefully, I don't disconnect the microphones. This could be very risky. Risky. I'm not sure if you've seen this in the stores. So it's like this meat. And it's very like popular in um, Hawaii, surprisingly. I have seen the box. You have? Okay. Yeah. I should get you some because I think you have to experience it. Um, <laughs> but in Hawaii, it's very popular. And um, they also have a, a way, like they cook it in different ways. So like, you know, with scrambled eggs, right. like in sandwiches. Did they eat that for breakfast? Yes, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Girl, you can eat it. It's universal. And snack, midnight snack. Midnight, midnight snack, snack. Anything you want, Spam's got your back. Um, <laughs> so they Are have this. Paid? Is that a sponsor? Yeah, I am sponsored by Spam. <laughs> Thank you, Spam, for sponsoring this podcast. No, but actually, Spam, if you do want to sponsor this podcast, yeah. I think it would be. We do accept any. No. We no, I accept, accept any kind I, of At money. this point in time, I accept all types of money. Okay. And payment in spam. Uh, my, no, my, my, my family uh, has like a long history and joke around spam because, I don't know, we love Hawaii and also like we love spam. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, so in Hawaii, though, they have something that's like very classic Hawaiian. And I, I'm using Hawaiian as like with finger quotes, if pe- you know, because yeah, people can't see. Um, like food culture food or tradition okay and it's called a musubi not musubi yeah so musubi that sounds more traditional than spam yes but it's not even hawaiian traditional because it's a, a play on sushi so it's like spam sushi it's called a musubi oh, um got it. and it's basically like i'm gonna show you a picture of it but it's basically yes. like a little little rectangle of rice a nice filet of spam <laughs> grilled maybe in some my family likes to do a little teriyaki spin on it yes. um and then it's wrapped with a single piece of nori aka seaweed um 
And this is something that is, like, it's very popular in, like, Hawaii. So you can go to, like, a 7-Eleven, a gas station, the grocery store, like, in the hot, you know, the hot case. It's usually right. served warm. Uh, it, this You can find these. And it's a great little snack. It's All perfect right. for the beach, in my opinion. It's a little, like, get a little protein. You definitely, I want to try that. Yeah, I will make you some. Uh, I'm dead serious. Or, or, let's or go to Hawaii even and try better, I like your thinking better. Let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> yes. But it is, it's great. I mean, it's like, it's, and and by great, I mean, like, if you don't like spam, then obviously you're not going to like it. But we don't like you if you don't like spam, so. No? Just oh. kidding. I'll take all the viewers, listeners I can get. <laughs> um, so the news article I saw uh, is that a restaurant in Tennessee okay. made the world's biggest oh, masubi. No. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, like. What a way to start 2021. All right, let me think best. Okay. The longest. I don't know feet and inches, so I'm going to go in meters. We can convert. Um, 12 it's, meters. How many feet is that? I don't... I think it's... No. That's way too big. Okay. Okay, if you think a foot... I was about to say a foot is 12 inches, but that's not going to help you either. No. <laughs> um, uh, like... 15 foot long. No, it's not that long. Gosh. We, they were coming for their record, apparently, because you think we can go longer. That's what I'm no, picking up that I, you're putting I, down right now. I'm picking up, like, the giant pizzas or like, the yeah. longest sandwich in the world, and it's, like, crazy. This one, okay. But I well, might be exaggerating. Okay, I'm going to cut it in half. Closer, yeah. So it's... Eight-ish? Yeah, it's eight feet long and four feet wide and a foot tall. Right, because it's also tall. It has some like height oh, to tall? it. Only a foot. But I mean that's like That's a lot. That's a lot of rice. And a lot and of fat. And it weighs um eleven hundred pounds, basically. <laughs> like it is it is she is big. She's big. And I don't know who ate it. I feel like yeah. it's kind of a waste of food, but like I also they ate it. Yeah, I'd be down. Like, do they need volunteers? First, I hope they named it, and second, that they ate it. And <laughs> Those I are the two requirements. Her... Give me a second. Okay. I don't know many English names. I have so well, many French ideas. Well, <laughs> for a, 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 a large piece a of Hawaiian meat. Japanese <laughs> cultural mix. <laughs> right. But I think it's just funny that, like, you know, you think that somewhere in Hawaii would make the biggest musubi. Right. And they're like, no, Tennessee. Tennessee. I, I just thought, I mean, first of all, I thought I'd introduce you to the life of Spam. Right. And then second of all, the life of Masubis, which is the way to class up some Spam. Exactly. And, and then a I world record. Just something is that for the next episode, before the next episode, we take some Spam. And we eat it, and then we try to do the misubi and eat it, and then I can give some feedback in the next episode. I'm down. I really am down. Share my feelings. But you have to eat the spam. You say that like it's a (laughs) challenge. (laughs) I dare you to eat that. Uh, It actually might be a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Taking it back. But I will. I'm taking taking you up on this offer. Okay. You're here to hear. Deal. You will eat spam. I will try. You I'm will. not going to eat like a kilo of it. I'm not eating that eight foot long <laughs> misubi or whatever. But like, yeah, I'll make you, I'll make you a regular spoon. size one. A 
a spoon or a fork and I, I mean know how you, you could it is gelatinous enough that you probably could take a spoon out a spoon of it. it but I like a, a nice teaspoon. slice grill it Ooh. marinate it in some teriyaki oh you don't eat it just like that you cook it yeah I mean you could eat it just like that it is already cooked <laughs> Okay, well, I'm telling you, this thing is We're shelf stable. I'm trying things out. <laughs> okay, good. That's I'm excited for next next time. I want a full report of uh, deal. On the city. I will take notes and grade it. You know, like <laughs> like visual a, and texture, like a food critique. taste, smell, aftertaste. Ooh, you might not want to <laughs> get real into it. <laughs> What do you right. have? For, what do you have for us today, Emily? Now to segue from Masubis. I mean, how <laughs> can you beat no, that? No segueing into that. Like, yeah, okay, totally different topic. Netflix and serial killers. <gasps> I'm ready for this. Okay, first disclaimer: Me and Elizabeth have a weird fascination for serial killers. Movies, documentaries, podcasts, anything, like, any information that we can get on how we're possibly going to get murdered one day is pretty interesting for us. So, I watched two Netflix things, one documentary and one movie on Ted Bundy. Did you see both of those? Yeah, did you watch the one with Zac Efron? Yes. Yes, I watched that So, that's the movie, and then there's a documentary, which is like the Bundy tapes. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that one. I think I'm a little afraid to watch it. Uh, it's a bit, like, long, I found at yeah. some points, but I don't know. Ugh. But what did you think about, like, what are your thoughts? I, I don't know. I, I just, like, really enjoy following the story. Like, not his story in, in specifically, but, like, just in general, serial mm -hmm. killer story. I just think it's, like, super fascinating. And it's a thing. Like, people are fascinated with serial killers. So I went on psychologytoday.com. Oh, are we going to learn about sociopaths? Yeah. And yes. No, uh, no, it's not that. I oh, was okay. like more wondering about like, why are people so fascinated with serial killers? Mm. And like, why we're watching this type of things? Because we are one. Because it's what? a bit wicked. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Stay tuned. Maybe next time I'm presenting alone. <laughs> oh, no. Why did you, why would you assume that you're the serial killer? Or we can like I don't like that assumption. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like wanna, that you I say that be, like you're offended. Like I wanna be I wanna be the serial killer. <laughs> okay, let's both murder someone together. Anyways. Psychologytoday.com. Okay. Uh, and it's like I'm, I'm assuming it's serious because it's written by someone that has a PhD and is like oh. a cr criminologist professor. Okay. So it's not like complete bullcrap, I think. And <laughs> He was given like six reasons, so maybe we can go through and you let me know like if you think what you think about that. So first reason that he gives on like why people are so fascinated is like one because they're where where in the business, air quotes. So meaning that you don't have that many serial killers. Like you have murderers, you have whatever, but you don't have that many serial killers. So they say it's like it's fascinating because it's not so many yeah. of them. Yeah. It's kind of like like a special. Right. <laughs> a treat. Like yeah, it's like <laughs> right. our life is real boring, but you know when those serial killers come along, we just Exactly. Entertainment, but also terrible. That's not what I mean. 
This is all well, for it's... fun. I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to... Yeah, we're probably not the only ones watching that okay. type of show. So, okay. yeah, there is a fascination. Like, yeah. And that's odd. And it's just like trying to understand it. So they were in the business. Second, like they kill randomly. And that's not like they don't usually like kill people that they know. Like they're mm-hmm. going to take like random targets. And it's kind of like something, and that's what they say too, is like another reason, uh, is that it like kind of channels into some of our own primal feelings, yeah. like fear, anger, lust. And so they're like, oh, that's probably also like one of the reasons why. Like, yeah, makes us like a bit scared. And they say another reason, right, for it's that it provides a euphoric adrenaline rush mm-hmm. because you're scared. And yeah. you're like, these people kill randomly, so maybe tomorrow something can happen to yeah. me and you freak out and it's kind of exciting. Scary but exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds weird. I mean, it is like, true. I do it is, right? Yeah. Yes. And then another reason is that their behavior is seemingly inexplicable. Like, it's hard for us to, for us to yeah. understand. Yeah. Because they usually, like, lack empathy. And so it's hard for us to understand because we put ourselves in the place of the victim, which probably they do not do. Oh, you put yourself in the place of the victim? No. I'm but just like, <laughs> I put myself yeah, in the I place of the killer. I'm but just kidding. I feel for them, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah no, like, I understand. That yeah, poor yeah. student that had nothing to... Yeah, like, you know, why them? Like, why... Why know? them? Like, they were just, like, nice people. Yeah, and, and I think... when well, I think it goes back to, like, that, that also that randomness. Like, it was, like, why right. is why them? Like, I feel for them. But also, like, this is random. Like, and then it comes back to your primal instinct of, like, this could be me. Like, yeah. who who am I? Like, I'm not any different than this person that exactly. is a victim, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm way different from the, the killer because I can't even imagine them mm-hmm. doing this. But, like, the victim, the victim is, like, oh, my yeah. gosh, it could happen to anybody. Exactly. Yeah. And then, well, this reason I find, like, a little bit weird. But it's, it says, like, the serial killers are prolific and insatiable. And that's also, like, one thing. And I mean, I can understand that in the sense that what they say is that it's not, like, a um, crime of patient, a passion, no. you know? Or, like, someone gets really mad and then kills someone for a specific reason, that person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, kill and kill again and kill again. And it's like them people. And it's like this methodical, like, to me, it's like, it's it's wild how it's like this methodical, like, process of, like, even though, like, they have so-called random victims, it's very, like, thought out. And I think it's also this, like, ideation of, like, uh, they can get away with it, right? So, like, serial killers mm-hmm. usually end up, like, they don't, like, they, they kill somebody and then they get away with it. They kill another right. person, they get away with it. They keep on doing it because they can get away with it. And then they're like, they have this like, not, I'm not, don't people, don't see, don't view serial killers like this. But they feel like it has this like godlike complex of like, right. I have control over these things. Right. Nothing can get past me. I am Yeah, like, and no one can catch like, me. Like, yeah, I'm not, exactly. I'm not in danger of getting punished for what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just, I'm so good at it. And then, but then they get caught because they're stupid and also right? don't kill people. Yes, please. Well, I think it, it, it depends on like what viewpoint you come from, right? Too, because like I feel like I'm more somebody that's interested in true crime in the sense of like uh, making sure that I'm aware of every situation I could die in. 
more like of the anxiety like yeah the preparation of like okay this happened this person is terrible like how do I like prevent I mean most time you can't prevent this stuff from happening to you but like how do I like you know screen people in my life like be suspicious of everybody in my life versus like this idea of like oh how this person get away with it like they're yeah how they think about this Mm -hmm. like it's more of like I don't want to die by being murdered by somebody. <laughs> so I just yeah, read all I think that. For me, it, it's more like about the psychology, like yeah. understanding like how from like a baby that's like innocent, mm-hmm. you can turn into like such evil person, right? Yeah. And do such horrible things, like and and not even like just serial killers. Like I think for me, I'm interested also just like as you're saying in true crime mm-hmm. not necessarily specifically serial killers even if they're like on the extreme spectrum of things but just yeah trying to understand like how did they get there like what's their thought process mm-hmm. like why they keep on doing it yeah I, I see what you mean like at least you have like traumatic experiences yeah. in your past that led you there yeah and, and that's not an excuse but that makes it more understandable yes kind of. i think also like it's also at least for me is like to 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 think okay well they hadn't like they had something happen to them like i will never be that crazy person right not yeah. that i not that i would think i'm gonna murder somebody <laughs> but like in that sense of like how right. like, it's almost like justifying like how terrible a human being can be yeah right it's yeah. like how can how can i justify this oh they had a bad childhood oh they like did whatever well, i right? think it's so, important for people to like to be able to understand like that doesn't come completely out of nowhere true yeah just so you don't freak out that you're gonna become like that or that your neighbor is gonna become yeah. like that or your friend or whoever exactly. you know like make some sense out of it yeah you have to rationalize, rationalize it yeah, yeah. Did you know, like, uh, and maybe I'm taking this from all the other murder podcasts I, I listen to, um, <laughs> but there is, like, a, from a lot of the stories that I've heard, that there is, like, a connection between, uh, like, uh, head trauma, like, early age head trauma. So, like, falling mm-hmm. off a swing, getting hit by something. <laughs> How do you have, do you, I, what was that thing? Do you have, do you I have fell, head trauma? I fell out of my stroller. <gasps> I'm fine, though. Are you? Now I'm concerned. Maybe you are the serial killer. <laughs> but I think there is like some like right. like that there's some brain damage like issues. Right. Like so it's that also like physical. It could be physical, right? Not just um, psychological. Physical that turns psychological. Oh, I don't know. <gasps> I feel like this could be like a Inception. four hour long episode of talking yeah. about this because this is Yeah, so just wild. like to close it up because like I was like as I say, like, more interested in the psychology of, like, the serial killers. Mm-hmm. And so then I would drop a recommendation to watch Mindhunter on Netflix as well, if you have not, especially the first season, is just, like, awesome. It's the beginning of serial killer profiling in the U.S. and oh. the FBI, and it's really, really, really cool. Can I have that job? Can I quit? Yeah. Can I Sorry, quit supervisors. Um, I'm going to go. But, but I think it, I, I don't know if it's so, endless. and no offense to anyone, no, I'm the one in the FBI is listening to that. But like, oh, the FBI is definitely know. listening. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure if their job today is interesting, but like when it's first started, mm-hmm. like they were interviewing all these serial killers and trying mm. to piece things together. Yeah. Like, why kind of like research this? work and like, be like what happened in your childhood like mm-hmm. how do you feel when you do it like oh that's you know? creepy yes look at it good but also i'm gonna go watch that tonight yes okay. great good okay. that was good 
I loved it. Love it. Okay, so Emily, you just brought up kind of scary, (laughs) some like heavy stuff, (laughs) which I love. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But there's a lot of heaviness in the world. And maybe by world, I mean, actually, no, I mean the world because we're still in a pandemic. (laughs) Um, And also, I am from the U.S. And the U.S. uh, is struggling right now. I'm just watching... Storms and shit. Yeah, I'm just watching, like, the destruction of the United States of America from Canada. Um, <laughs> so, uh, last night, there was a lot going on, and I decided, you know, I'm, I'm tired of doom scrolling. Do you know what doom, doom scrolling is? No. It's like when you're doomsday scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias, and you just can't look away because there's so much information for your brain to take in that's not right. positive. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, whether it be the pandemic or whether it be social unrest, political unrest, whatever, I was doing that all day yesterday. Could not <laughs> look away. And at the end of the day, my brain was mush. And I was like, I need to go on YouTube and, like, watch something that is easy, relaxing, not stress, not stressful at all. So, uh a couple of days ago, I was in Harrison walking around and I saw people metal detecting. Okay. And the person I was with, I initially, <laughs> we made fun of the people that were metal detecting. But internally, I was like, I secretly am into metal detecting. Like, I would be down <laughs> to go detect for some metal. I'm curious now. Okay. So, um, I went on YouTube last night and I Google, I YouTubed. Um, metal detecting videos. And I have to say, like, if you are stressed, go Google, go YouTube some metal detecting videos. There's ones that are, like, people on the beach. There's people that are in their backyard. There's people that are in parks, like, which I'm not sure how legal that is to go be digging up parks. But my favorite ones are the beach ones. Do they dig that often? Well, the beach ones, I don't know. Because, like, they, every they, time they, I see people, they're like, did, 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 nothing's happening. Yeah, I think, because, well, because this is what's nice about the videos, is that, like, they cut everything out. That's, like, all the boring stuff. So, like, you only get the good stuff. And so they're, like, beep, oh, beep. Okay. And then it's, like, and beep, 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 beep. And these people are so good. Like, they know from their, like, fancy metal detector, like, what they're about to dig up. They're, like, oh, it could be a gold ring. Because I think, like, metal has different, like, I don't know, frequencies of detection oh, or whatever. Okay. So they're like, oh, this is a quarter, or this is, like, silver, or this is, like, a pop can. Like, they can, like, tell what things are. And they have these, Do you like, think it shows up, like, on their phone or something? Maybe? No, it's, like, on the device. Like, it's on, oh. it's, like, it says, like, and if there's any metal detector aficionados <laughs> listening to this random podcast, please call us in. Yes, or email we need us. More info. Or let us know because I am fascinated by this. But it has like a little screen on it and it shows mm-hmm. like like uh, the depth of something and then like also like how much it's like bouncing back, I think. And so they can be like I think oh, just with practice okay. they know like, okay, this is like what a pop can sounds like. This right. is what a gold ring sounds like. This is what a quarter or a penny, whatever sounds like. But I don't know if it's like I like really the ones that are on the beach, and I'm not sure it's because I really want to go to a warm tropical beach and I'm missing out on that or if it's just like so satisfying to like watch somebody try to like dig for something and you're like what's it gonna be and then they like (laughs) and then they scoop it they scoop it out and it's like a gold ring or it's like a watch or a chain or an earring or like even a piece of garbage I'm like yes cleaning up the ocean (laughs) right yes yes love that (laughs) so this is my recommendation for anybody who is feeling stressed overwhelmed and just wants to like not think and not worry about life 
is YouTube some metal detecting. There's some good people out there that are just doing their best detecting that metal on beaches. Yes. So. Well, I've never heard of that. Not metal detecting, but like that there were like YouTube videos yeah. that you could watch. Neither and that had like a chilling effect on people. I guess it's kind of like these like YouTube videos that you can watch like people like building something. Mm-hmm. Like building, I don't know, there are videos like I think it's building a pool. Oh, yes. With only wood or like yes. whatever. There's that one guy that does it. Have right? you seen that one guy? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. And, and then it's, and you watch that, which is like. Like, if you think about it, it's not that interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. who is actually who watching that, like, as a tutorial because they're trying Me. to do the same? Nobody. No? No. Yeah. I don't think they're so. They're watching it because it's but relaxing. But then it's, it's, like, you focus, you put your attention on something. Yeah. And that helps you relax. Because yeah. how, how expensive is a metal detector machine? Oh, uh, you know, I was going to look that up. I think they're probably very expensive. <laughs> oh, okay. There's one on Amazon. Okay. Well, they're... It's a range. Um, it's a range. I'm using the Google, and I can get one for $69.99, which seems very inexpensive because the one right to the right of it is $400. Uh, so, $400, okay, if you have, like, a strong idea of where you can find something. Gold. gold, gold. Yes, it has <laughs> yeah. to be gold, I feel like, yeah, or yeah. silver. Because if you're just going on the beach and, like, all you're going to – pick like or 99% of what you're gonna garbage is trash yeah is it and maybe 69 dollars is enough and I think like you have to I, not have to but I, I would guess it'd be more interesting to live like on like an ocean front or like somewhere that has yes. like ocean water or seawater because like the reason why I was making fun of the people in Harrison is because it's a lake yeah. Like, what's going to wash? I mean, like, it's a lake in the wintertime. Like, how... I think they're going to find a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just being, like, a little bit judgy, but I would think if you're, like, on a big shore line or whatever, it'd be maybe worth yeah. an investment. And you're retired, you don't have a, you know... Yeah, I know, like, things. where my parents live, like, we have the beach there yeah and it's like really touristy and there's a lot of people in the summer and people like at the end of the day they're gonna come with their metal detector and go yeah. through but i am sure like a lot of people come to the beach and they remove their rings or whatever oh, yes. and then they lose something yeah so i think then there is like yeah that makes sense to me find. yeah yeah why do I have to turn that into like a business? Like, I know. <laughs> I know we're like, how can we make this work for me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about returning the wedding ring their no, grandma I, gave them. I'm gonna care. melt that down and sell it. <laughs> yes. But we make some dollars. <laughs> oh gosh, terrible. terrible. This is supposed to be a relaxing segment to calm people down from okay. serial killer talks. Yes. So if you need some relaxing and go like ambiance, some beep beep beep. Look up metal detecting videos on YouTube. That's your recommendation from Elizabeth. This podcast, love it. Yeah, so I'm listening to a podcast in France right now. French. Uh, Recording this podcast, you're listening to it. Not, not right now. Okay, I listen. There you go. I listen to a podcast sometimes. Um, that I really like. It's called A Bientôt de Te Revoir. It's like See You Soon Again. Okay. And so it's by a French... What is she? Like an actress, journalist, podcast person. Mm-hmm. 
And it's really nice. Like, I really enjoy, like, she's interviewing people. And it's a lot of, like, really absurd questions or, like, would you rather. But, like, things like not would you rather, like, I don't know, leak mustard or bite in a lemon. Like, something, like, more elaborate you, than that. You know my thoughts on mustard. So you bite the lemon. Heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, really, like, absurd questions. Okay. And it's trying to, like, ask questions to, like, famous people. People or whoever is coming in her podcast mm-hmm. that are not like traditional questions. It's okay. not going to be your typical interview. Okay. And it's just like really, really funny. And if, if especially like if people like play the game, mm-hmm. like it can go really far and like go like in really like outer space. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. And then this has, has such a success that they came out with a card game. Oh. That is like called like. Fichette, which is like little pieces of like little cards like you can pick like the size of like a card game mm-hmm. and you have something written on it it can be either a question or just a sentence or would you rather yeah. and then kind of like to get the conversation going like the same way they do in the podcast okay that's cool i love it and so i thought we could play a few yes, yes. so uh, Give credit to Sophie Marie Laroui that is hosting that podcast in case she ever listens to this one. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, have confidence in us. Yes, confidence. Okay, are you ready, Elizabeth? I'm ready. Okay. First one is find a name. Very podcast appropriate. Find a name for your voice. My voice? For your voice. So we've had like kind of the opportunity to listen to ourselves, unfortunately, because we record that podcast. I know. It's like find a name for your voice. Okay, my voice that like I think I sound like or the voice that I sound like. Because I think that like people, maybe maybe it's just me, but I feel like I have a voice like that's in my head that I think I sound like and then I listen to myself and I'm like, oh no, no, no. Okay, give both, give both. Okay, um, okay, so I think I have my, what I actually sound like. Yeah. Name. I would call it a Slurpee Seal. A Slurpee Seal. Because a I do, I do have a speech impediment, like a slight speech impediment that I went to speech therapy for. Shout out to my speech therapist in elementary what school. It's like, um, like I couldn't oh. say my S's properly because I, mm. fun fact, I couldn't hear for the first two years of my life. So I had ear problems and then I had like a little bit of delayed speech for my S's. So I do have a little bit of like a, a little slurpiness. Slurpy seal. And also and the, seal? the seal part is because it's a lot lower. My voice is a lot lower than I imagined it to be. In my oh, really? Head. Yes. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. That just so, the other way around for me. Okay. No, no, no. In my head. So maybe in my head, in my head, I would call myself a sparkly, a sparkly sing song maybe? Because I do like to sing. <laughs> I was so, looking for something with an S and I was like, sparkly Susan? <laughs> <laughs> I call myself a sparkly Susan. Also, like, also, why would I... I have a speech impediment with S's, and literally I'm like, S's yeah. it's all S's. <laughs> Why would I do this? Okay. No, but I mean, it sounds kind of cool now. So, so what is it? Slippery seal? No. Uh, what was it? A, uh, a, was it a slippery no, seal? No, no it was a, like a slushy. No. Slushy seal? <laughs> a slurpy seal? Wait, I'm not sure that's what it's Oh my gosh, slippery? we're going to have to... Re- no, it was not slurpy. Not a word. I think it was like a slurpy, 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 slurpy seal, slurpy seal, a slurpy seal, and then a sparkling Susan. <laughs> no, a sparkling sing sing song. 
sing song. Okay. Because like, ah, I do like the do, 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 do. Yes. But then it ends up sounding like a slurping seal. Slurping on the beach. Slurpy seal. Okay. Oh, I like that. Oh, I love it. Okay. I think I would call my voice. I have like half of the name. Wait. I need an adjective. I want to do the same now. Um, how do you call like when the train goes off the rail? Derailment? <laughs> a derail. No! no, I got it. Derail duck. Oh, we're yes. doing we're doing these because duck things. like because I feel yeah. like my voice is a little like in the nose more than I think it like, sounds. Yeah, more than I think. Is it the French part you think? Maybe. It no, it's very personal yeah. actually. Yeah, but it's also like I don't hear it myself. But when yeah. I listen to me, I'm like <laughs> find myself it's derailed like a duck, duck. like yeah. derailed duck. Yeah. But what do you, do you have a do you have a name for your voice that you think you sound like? But I think I sound like... Delicious Diva. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why we have to like have the names be like that. But. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So the Slurpee like Seal <laughs> and the Derailed Duck dropping honesty. Yay. Yay. You're welcome for all those people listening. Okay. Kind of on the same like thing. Who would you be if you were not yourself? Oh. Can be someone, something, an animal. My cat. Your cat. She's living her best life. Yeah? Your dream life? Like, if I was an animal, my cat. Mm-hmm. I think if I was an animal, like, definitely a pet. Like, like yeah. in a good family. Because I yeah. think, like, they live the life. Yes. Just do nothing, get fed, and pet, yes. like... Love it. But, like, you have to be, like, yeah, it has to be a good family because you don't want to go obese. And then no. you're, like, suffering. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a fine line. Not mistreated, just, yes. like, in a good family. Like, yes. my dog or, yeah. Right? Something like that. Yeah. Is that a little pretentious to say, like, my cat? Because my cat lives the best life. Well, I, think she does. I don't know if we're super objective, but it seems like he's doing fine. Well, even though it's hard. Like, I do, like, I... I do like my life because mm-hmm. I do worry that like if you try to exchange lives with other people, let's get philosophical for a moment. <laughs> like even you could be like the richest, most powerful person. Like everybody has their struggles, right? So like right. you don't know what you're about to walk into because you can't see that, right? Okay, let's say for a day. For a day, I'd want to be the president of the United States of America. Ooh. Whomever that may be. Ooh. Also, if it was me, I'd be the first female president of the United States of America. So that'd be extra, extra special. Extra, extra special. Mm. Okay. No, I think if I could be like someone, like, of course, like just for a day, you know, like, but I mean, I could say like, yeah, something like president of something or like an historical figure, mm-hmm. but also like, because it's really far from my life and how I think things. Mm-hmm. I would like to be, try to be a Kardashian. <laughs> just I thought about that one for a minute. Because, you know, I'm like, what's their life like? Like, super rich. Like, like super su- rich. Like, like, filthy rich. Yeah. Like, that. And, like, too much. Yes. And, like, yeah. Working, hair quotes, so hard. And, like, really, like, what's your, yeah. what's a day in your life? Like. I don't know. And have, like, people, like, do my hair. And like, you like, wake up. And your, do, like, yeah. a ton of makeup, which is not something I do. And, like. You know, just try these things that are so far away from yeah. me and who I want to be, but just try it out. To Hop see onto how your it private is. jet, go to an island with all your family and friends. Exactly. In the pandemic. Yeah. So, like, so far from like 
just my values or anything, yes. you know, that I'm yeah. like, mm, I don't think I'll be yeah. happy in that. But if for I had holiday, my mind, but their life, no. Yeah. I would not no, be happy. No, no, no. I hope they're happy, though. I hope you're happy. If you're listening. If you're listening to Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI, the Kardashian. Oh my gosh, we have a hot community <laughs> around our podcast. <laughs> have you all. Okay, an animal okay. that you think would like chewing gum. That would like chewing, chewing, gum? chewing gum? Cows. Or rumination. Oh, that's a good one. And I you didn't even think about that. Any animal that ruminates, because they're already, chew- they're already practically chewing gum. <laughs> they're chewing their, their own gum. Their nature it's is true. gum. Oh, that's a good one. Well, crap. Um, okay, wait. Animals that like chewing gum. Um, how? How is it called? Let me look it up. In English, is platypus. Because they have, like, this giant thing of a mouth, right? Yeah, they have a bill. So, like, how would that look like if they were chewing gum? Yeah, but what if it, like, clogs them up and they die? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would immediately rule not to not to like no, not know, to down make, yours. You know these rolls of gums. They would need like the whole thing because they have like such a big mouth. Yeah, but here's my concern with animals with bills: is how the fuck are they gonna like start breathing? I guess they breathe through their nostrils. Yeah, they have nostrils. They have <laughs> okay, nostrils never mind. On, on Good idea. I think ruminants are better. Not that it's competition. No, I, this I is like, a competition. I like the cows. It's it's always a bit of a competition. But cows, but technically, cows already like it's a cheating answer because cows already chew their own gum because they ruminate mm. and they chew their cud and cud that's is basically true. like cow gum. Maybe that's why I love gum so much and cows so much. <laughs> Maybe I am a cow. <laughs> Maybe. Well, let's go ruminate. Um, what is your policy in the escalator? You say escalator, moving stairs. Oh, yes. Um, it depends on who else is on the escalator. Yeah. If people are walking and you're able to walk, the people that you're with are able to walk up the escalator, we walk up the escalator. Um, uh. If you are, if everybody else is standing, though, you have to stand because I'm not going to go past people. But in New York City, it's very much like you better, I only went to New York City once, but from my understanding was... <laughs> Is like you get to the right side because yes. people are hightailing it up, yes. up that thing. Like for me, that's the rule. It's like you don't want to walk up, which I don't. Yeah, so because I stand I'm, on I'm, the that's right. why I'm on the escalator. Well, I accept if I'm in a rush, but probably not. Like so, even if I'm late, and we know that it doesn't have a big effect on me. Yeah. So like I will still be standing still. On the right side. On the right side, yes. And then let the people that are in a rush or that just like yes. to walk up the escalator on the left. Exactly. And please respect that. Yes. It's not something to joke about. That's do we have right. time for a quick complaint corner? Yes. It'll be kind of quick. Complaint corner from Elizabeth. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's go. A little finger drumming, a little yes. drum roll from. Okay, so this one, this one is for all those people who are um, maybe recently moved out of their parents' house for the first time, or this is their first time living with roommates or having a shared facility. <laughs> I like where this is I feel going. like Emily might like where this goes because uh, we do live in a facility that is shared. With other people, yes. um, so you have to learn to commingle with people. And this is not a dig at my roommates. I love my roommates, so this is not directed at anybody yeah. specifically. Um, but I think people need to learn before they move into a communal living or before they move outside of their their family house 
to uh, do basic chores the right <laughs> way. Okay. Um, so where we live, uh, we have a shared laundry facility. And I feel like there's always issues with people mm. using equipment properly. Like how hard is it to use a washer yes. and a dryer appropriately? Mm-hmm. Like multiple times I've seen people put dish soap. It must be dish soap because I don't know what suds so much in a laundry, yes. like in a washer, where it's overflowing with soap. Like, I don't understand that. And then more recently, we have specific dryers for specific items of clothing because we live, we work at a, a place that we get really messy. So we have a specific washer and dryer to take care of those items that we wear uh, in those facilities that are nasty, right? Yes. And yet somebody washed and dried their clothing that was covered in sawdust or shavings or some type of wood particle and then put it in our normal clothes. <laughs> Clothing washer and dryer. Nice. But like, I'm sorry. Your, like everywhere. Clothes and your jeans, and it's like very uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's so. like why? Like it's simple. We and have. It's gross. Yeah, it's gross. We have specific. Yes. Pieces of equipment to use for items like that. Like there's no excuse for. That. Yes, and I think like that's different. Like from like having roommates. Like you can target those because like you see your roommates do mm-hmm. something wrong, mm-hmm. and you can tell them like. That's not okay. Like, yeah. let's change that. Yeah. And you'll live together. And that's, like, kind of like, okay, you have to do it. But when you're in a building where you have, like, shared facilities and you have things that you do, like, as a larger group, then that is getting, like, more tricky and more complicated. Because it's hard to get people to just, like, use content. My roommate had something to tell me about coffee grounds and to let them dry before I put them in the compost yeah and I was like okay that makes sense and she knew and she saw that I was doing it wrong mm-hmm. and she just told me she was like let it dry before you put it in the compost yeah. and I was like sure that makes sense and I will do it and now I'm doing it every time yeah but it's when you don't see who is doing it and you're like ah and then you're just like preaching to the choir because you're just setting up these locations all the time like Hey, do this. Hey, do that. And it's like, right, living it out. Like, yeah, and probably your tray, like lint tray. It's like, and also, it's also like it's basic things. Like we're all adults. Like just easy peasy. And I feel like things. everybody enjoys when things are clean, when well taken care of, and just like ready to use. So if you enjoy that, like then make so that it's other people feel the same. Have some basic sense of respecting other people's space and mm. and just like making it nice and clean enough like not everybody has the same notion of what clean is exactly, but like yeah. clean enough that you'd be happy finding it that way yeah have like some minimum for yourself standards for others. yourself and others yeah it's not just like the basics of life yes but it's Harder than we might think. Apparently. It all comes <laughs> down to our famous thing, common sense. Common sense. Use common use sense. Use common people. sense. So that's that my complaint corner. corner. That's my complaint corner. Yeah, it's, it's just do what we just said. Okay. Well, that was like really enjoyable to record. Yeah, my mouth is really very tired. <laughs> We're tired, but it was good. We did it. We did Yay! it. And I'm going to listen to it. Yes. And oh. throw it all in the garbage because I sound like no. a slurpy seal. <laughs> it's okay because I sound like a derailed duck. <laughs> We're all good.
All right. Oh, well, okay. see you next time. next time to spill more tea. And hope you enjoyed listening to honesty. The best kind of tea ever spilled. Woo!